3: The Los Angeles Rams are finalizing a trade to send Jalen Ramsey to the Miami Dolphins. It's Jimmy Garoppolo headed to the Las Vegas Raiders. The Carolina Panthers are moving all the way from number nine to the number one overall selection. Chris Lindstrom was not slated to be a free agent, but the Falcons said now is the time for us to do a big extension. Jonu yeah. Smith has been traded to the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> David Onyemata
0: winds up with the Atlanta Falcons. Jesse Bates is going to the Falcons. The Baltimore Ravens just announced that they have released wow. the Jabon
3: Hargrave. He is going to the San Francisco 49ers. The Broncos are signing Ben Powers. Mike McGlinche is signing a deal with the Denver Broncos. Juwan Taylor now heads to Kansas City. Jason Kelsey has announced on Twitter that he plans to return. The Chicago Bears, they are signing Tremaine Edmonds. Aaron Rodgers, of course, is on his own time schedule. He is in his own time frame. And we are just gonna sit here and wait until he decides to do what he's gonna do.
4: From the Chris Wessling Podcast studio, it's around the NFL free agency, Frenzy Edition. Dan Hans is here with Mark Sessler, Greg Rosenthal,
5: and the great Colleen Wolf. They, they have stripped the need for us to literally do the show. They
4: yeah, just I was announced just about everything to, I was, that's happened. I figured we just talk for five minutes and then we're out. get out of here. A little bit of a life hack there. <laughs> I mean,
6: it's going to be uh, tough to top. Jonu Smith getting into the rundown right there at the top of the show is the biggest upset of the season. Sizzle for a seventh-round pick.
4: Into the top of the show he
6: goes. Don't have to talk about it now. Former Titan. Now I get it.
4: Uh, Welcome. There it is. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a big week on the NFL calendar. The the tampering period has begun. Started at 1 p.m.
6: Eastern today. Was it? Was it a one? I think they called the negotiating for, period. For, They're trying Eastern to get maybe? rid of for the Eastern, uh, yeah. legal tampering nomenclature. Ah, that's very nice one. Nomenclature? Nice. No, I said it nomenclature. Wrong. No. Yeah, now you said it wrong, too. One Eastern, actually. One Eastern, it was, it 10 was Eastern. When I rolled
5: in minutes 12 after. Twelve Eastern. Twelve in,
6: Eastern. Nine
4: Pacific. <laughs> and we have been tracking it uh, for hours and hours. And Obviously. You heard that at the end. The, the Aaron Rodgers of it all, uh, despite it seeming like it's a thing that's going to happen between the Jets and Aaron Rodgers and the Packers moving forward as we're taping right now. That's not official. But it feels like it's going to happen. I'm not even – I don't even care. It's like, oh, Dan, why are you even saying that? You're going to jinx it. If it's not going to happen, that's fine too, honestly. We're going to pivot and figure something out as Jets fans uh, because if, if this turns out to be Aaron Rodgers hasn't made a decision yet and he sent both of these teams into free agency uh, without knowing the plan for Rodgers, if he ends up chickening it out and retiring or whatever or forcing his way back to the Packers, have fun. I'll deal with that. But it's just amazing that we couldn't just – Get the news and have a part of the show, but this is part of the Rogers experience.
5: It is. It's. A, he specializes um, in this type of um, March drama, and I mean, just to be real, we were. You know, we care about the news in itself, and there's, there's a Jets angle to it um, with you, Dan, for our show. So it was like all weekend long. It was like if this thing happens, wherever you are in your weekend plans, if you're with children or uh, wherever, you were going to be dropping what you're doing to talk about Aaron Rodgers. And so I just like it. Kind of created this. Uh, weekend long tension where it's like when does um, Mark pursue his own activities when do I pursue my own <laughs> right. passions and did you
4: actually not do anything you intended to
5: do I would this absolutely say
6: that that is that is the case he gave some yeah. examples Let's and I hear believe him. Wow.
5: well I would just say it's a Saturday afternoon like what if I want to go do things Berry around picking. the city that would be you know yes mark-esque uh or something that, that <laughs> someone my age would want to go do it's like you you have to sit around and wait
6: to find out if this guy is gonna join the jets he's right. making <laughs> is a sacrifices he was trying yeah. to stay as you know clean and sober as possible. Yeah. yeah and then you know the, so like,
4: aaron rogers in a way promoting healthy living mm-hmm.
5: i guess but i really appreciated you know there were a couple times when graver sort of stepped in and said well i need to be at a like an oscars party at 4 right. p.m on sunday providing a clear cutoff and then you know we don't have to do that. Was with this the only
4: thing th- that was made clear by anyone over the weekend. Graver was like, "I'm hosting an Oscars party, <laughs> wow. so FYI, Sunday from about 3 p.m. Pacific onward is not going to work." Right,
6: and we had no choice. We were. Hamstrung. Oh, we would have made, made him do it. Or, I or found someone that could. I could have dropped everything for that. How about Greg? Greg on Saturday was just like, I'm out Saturday. Sorry, I, mean, I was out pre- of I
5: appreciated I mean, I was, that wow. as well.
6: So. I, had, I had a hotel room going to uh, Indian Wells uh, to watch the tennis. Uh, right, which know, was do fine. That, do it's that every okay. year. I, I wasn't staying It's home. okay to have
4: a life. I had Keith Hansis on retainer if the Rogers thing happened over the weekend. We would have knocked out some type of reaction show and then hit it harder today. But going back to the main point, we're still waiting. So that's it, it, I it for thought now. that
2: maybe it was going to happen. Once I saw all of the jets players tweeting Garrett Wilson, I can finally enjoy my vacay. Now he said, y'all should see the smile right now that I have on my face. I think sauce Gardner tweeted something. Yeah, it's well. like a tipping
6: point. And uh-huh. then, uh, then no, well, well, no. I, I was speeding here. I'm in my operating car. like it's happening. I've thought all along it's happening. Uh, that's why when Dan was sending out these fake trades for Ryan Tannehill and this morning uh, was a little tough Matthew was, Stafford, yeah. <laughs> which were suspiciously favorable to the Jets in terms of the terms. It's like, oh, we're gonna give you Jonu Smith's corpse and like a seventh round pick for uh, for your quarterback. I don't think a
4: third for Ryan Tannehill is out of bounds, and maybe not, but throwing the Sta- Corey Davis back to Nashville. Why not
6: the, the Stafford ones? Sure they seemed a little outrageous. But uh, when Trey Wingo sent the tweet out. And uh, we should move on to everything that has happened because we're going to do a full Rogers pod at some point. Are we? Yes.
4: Are
7: we though? I don't we know. Are. Do we know
4: anything? Everybody keeps on making a very good point on Twitter. It's like, what is the most Aaron Rodgers way for this to end? Probably to just Here, draw this thing out until, like, August. Here's the thing.
2: Oh, my God. Don't say that. No. I think those
6: Jets players...
2: Scott Pioli will explode on the set somewhere. They he were re- was not happy about <laughs> this today.
6: They were he reacting, I, I believe, off of Trey Wingo's report. And I don't know if they know Trey Wingo's history with reporting Rodgers news, but we do. Mm. And I think he's proven he has he has the beat. He has he is the Rodgers beat. He had the news he was returning last year. He had the news last week mm-hmm. uh, that he was going to be able to talk to the Jets. So that's two massive stories that this guy who never breaks anything, because that's not really his role, breaks. I'm going to trust that it is happening. It's It's happening. Two hours ago,
4: or was it two hours ago, uh, Wingo had hearing Rodgers to the Jets is done. History about to repeat itself between New York and Green Bay. Time is indeed a flat circle. And yes, I am plugged in enough on this that um, Scott Pioli, who was, They did a great job all through the morning on NFL Network with Andrew and Move the Sticks and Steve and Cynthia and Scott. And they had a whole segment based off my hypothetical trade tweets, which was pretty surreal to be watching that on the couch (laughs) happening. And then I was talking to Pioli in the newsroom, and he was like, he's like so many other people that are just like, I'm sick of talking about this guy. I'm sick of hypothetical this or that. Like, make a decision and move on. We get that. I get that. I'm frustrated about it as well as everyone can imagine, and and I think everybody is now because everybody wants to kind of move forward. So we'll see if it. I, I'm with to though.
5: I think this is this is happening. It's like they're figuring this out. That'd be my guess. I have to say, Scott Pioli, a real gentleman. Um, I sneezed twice over the once, and then an hour and a half later, and both times from a you know a couple cubicles away. Uh, 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 bless you, he's, he said to me twice. He like no also, one else, no one else in the newsroom from said a couple a word.
2: cubes away. I heard him ask Cynthia. <laughs> What is that howling noise? No, Which well. was Dan howling <laughs> and making all sorts of different noises just That's randomly. Kind of and we had to we had to get him out of the newsroom to get him in here. Yeah.
4: Routine that I sometimes go through. It's not totally something I can control and I I wish that Can
2: we get a little people would have
4: sampling for me. of it? I don't even know.
5: I don't even know. It's, <laughs> it's a bit so of a werewolf. You're getting the, the you're getting the energy, getting going, that energy, the vocal cords, the we we were having a this felt like an old school news day because, you know, I was telling Colin Lee... Like, the our newsroom now it's very nice it's very technologically sound but it has a little bit of a third rate death star feel mm-hmm. to it where there's low weird energy well, at a times first rate death star well i mean the, it's the very fir- expensive first and first shiny is blowing up other planets so this is like basically just like Oh, I'm you mean saying, in terms of their intentions
4: just, against enemies it, it so. feels oh. just oh.
5: sort of like empty
4: and I hollow the, here the sometimes and then themselves. you bring in right. a
2: soundboard yeah. that's called Dan Hansis. And <laughs> we, we had the
5: full <laughs> slate of uh, talent in there today. It felt like a real news day
6: for what well, I liked. You it. finally got back at Scott Pioli for drafting Todd Brady and all the pain <laughs> that he brought you. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. Did he he Oh, he was there. Good for him. I like Scott. Good dude.
4: Um Eisen by the way, Rich Eisen who's also a well-known Jets fan, mm-hmm. pulled into the parking lot I, I think he was going to his car to get something. Uh, and he sees me to pull in. I said, I rolled down my window. I was like, well, when, when's this going to happen, Rich? Maybe he's waiting for you to get on air.
5: And he goes, man, you got to relax. No. <laughs> no, he no. said that to me down in makeup. He's like, Dan's <laughs> got to stop tweeting all this stuff. He's, he's spiraling out of control, basically. <laughs> You're it's on the hard. radar. It's hard. It's hard. All right. So that's the Rogers situation. But let's dig into
4: everything else that's going on in this first day of the legal tampering window. Uh, the league year uh, begins officially on Wednesday. You're not going to hear anything or you shouldn't hear anything about Lamar Jackson uh, before Wednesday because the other huge name, uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, of course, is without an agent. So and this seems weird, but I don't even care. I don't want to talk about this stuff anymore with the agent stuff. Uh, He can't negotiate with other teams because he doesn't have a representative formally. So all that stuff is going to really pick up, I guess, on Wednesday, hypothetically. So let's get into it now. Let's get into the things that we do know. Let's talk about a quarterback, for instance, that we have a clear idea what's going to happen. Jimmy Garoppolo. He's going to be a member of the Las Vegas Raiders. He gets thirty-four guarantee, $34 million guaranteed on a three-year deal from Vegas uh, to play for Josh McDaniels. Uh, again, none of this stuff can become official until Wednesday, but this is going to happen. We have a good authority. Greg, starting right here, um, You can clearly make an argument that Derek Carr is as good or better uh, than Jimmy G, but Jimmy G is also a guy that's had a good winning pedigree, and he's, let's face it, much cheaper.
6: Yeah, I think it's 47 in the first two years of this contract, and they owed Carr close to 70. And so two for 47 is a little less than Geno Smith money. It's. Threading that needle, 34 guaranteed. And like all these, I want to see what that guaranteed really means. It might just be a one-year contract, kind of like Derek Carr's was a year ago with the Raiders where it's one for 24. It's like right in between that, to me, they're very much in the mix to draft the quarterback. The reporting out of Vegas is that they will draft the quarterback. Now... If the right one doesn't fall to them at seven, maybe they won't be as anxious to trade up for a quarterback. Maybe they'll be taking a guy in rounds two or three. We've seen McDaniels do that over the years too. But they have a guy in Jimmy G who I always thought, and i am it's really stupid because it's based on like one start practically. The second start of 2016 when Tom Brady was suspended and Wes and I went nuts for this game he had against Miami that was like Jimmy G throwing a perfect game. And he looked so good in that system that maybe he's going to be better in the Josh McDaniels system, he just probably won't stay healthy because he never stays healthy.
5: I mean, there was a, you know, the Raiders and Aaron Rodgers thing went quiet pretty quickly. And I think that if you want to, I would want to know what exactly Josh McDaniels and company thought, where they thought they'd wind up when they let Derek Carr fade away. I don't think this is too far from what they thought. I think this thought. is it. This is it. I don't think Tom mm-hmm. Brady Tom Brady would have been um, an option, I think. There was there was whispering and reporting around that being th- there's interest, but this was 1B, and I don't think it stops you from drafting anyone because I think the whole reason you don't go chase Aaron Rodgers, I think they do want to develop someone. And this gives you a – it's a, it's a stopgap to some degree, but I think it's easy to hate on Jimmy G, where I thought he looked good with the Niners last year. I do wonder, though, because, yes, he fits with Josh McDaniels, but any quarterback under – Kyle Shanahan, what what version of that quarterback do you get when you go to the next system? This is probably the next best fit for Jimmy G.
2: Yeah, Jimmy G. I mean, look, the Raiders, they also lost their backup quarterback, Jared Stidham. So they need to put more into this position and almost every other position on the roster because they have so many needs. But... The familiarity, I think, really helps. And if Jimmy G did not have the season that he did with the Niners last year, if Trey Lance did not go down and get hurt, we, I don't know, would be having this conversation because Jimmy G got the opportunity to show that he still can be valuable to an organization. Now, how much that has to do with Kyle Shanahan and what he does to this offense to manufacture points, that's a totally different story.
4: Yeah, I would... I think it makes all the sense in the world, Greg, what you were saying, like to get a quarterback in this draft, be aggressive perhaps, um, add a high-level backup. I just think with Garoppolo, it's like, yeah, the best-case scenario is how he played in San Francisco, and it wasn't just Shanahan. It was incredible weapons, and, and to his credit, when he was on the field most of the time, he was good and sometimes even looked great. So I don't think you're going to get that level of production, and he can't stay on the field. He's He's going to miss time because we've seen enough – evidence over the years that this guy is not a starting quarterback that you can count Even on. Even when
6: Tom Brady was suspended, he didn't make it through those four games. They You're had right. to bring in old Jake Brisket. And I just wonder if, and I understand
4: the not to relitigate the Derek Carr of it all, I understand at a certain point the organization decided it was time to kind of transition and go in a different direction. I just don't know if this is going to work out the way they hope it will uh, because I just don't think he's somebody you could trust as your QB1.
2: And also, look at the defense that Jimmy G was playing with in San Francisco. This is vastly different in Las Vegas. Do you think that Jimmy G is an upgrade over Derek Carr?
6: I actually do in this system. And I actually think he could be an upgrade over Jimmy G – in San Francisco, not pure numbers-wise, but I think with McDaniel's, what he does well, he could play a little better. But again, that the ceiling on that is like 13th best quarterback in the league, and you yeah. still might want to be. I getting, worry it. less That's about injury-prone.
4: His ability to produce, and more about his ability to
5: play. I mean, I worry more about where the Raiders are right now. Right. Just in general, I think you're gonna you can you, he could play at the same level, but your your environment compared to San Francisco's is a
6: minus. They need to be very active, and they will be. They haven't yet. They're not d- jumping into free agency, but they have a ton of money available, a ton of needs, and I think this was a perfect kind of thread the needle, keep it cheap. Hey, Gravedigger, I was just thinking, we, the
4: breaking news drop has been in a bit of a slump on the show. Wouldn't it be the ultimate slump buster for the Rogers News or something else huge to come across the wire over the next hour or so? That's something to be excited about. That would be. Fingers crossed. You guys should check our
7: messaging client frequently in case something happens. Thank you. That's what it produces. I'll send it, it in. Yeah, well, beautiful.
5: Graver has provided something which we can get to this down the road, minor. but it is Titans ask. Obviously, I say it's so it's
4: breaking like, news. But it'll, we're just going to need you to we open can it up. Slip it in later. Yeah, but thank you. That's Okay. What they said.
5: Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Give me one. Um, here we go. And
4: here we go. So <laughs> we know the rate. Ah! There we go. Okay. I thought you were going to use the Colleen-related drop in that realm. That would have worked too. Um, <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about?
2: That sounds kind of like a porn. There you Mm. go.
4: Um, So we know the Raiders. (laughs) The Raiders. (laughs) Good. 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 May or may not be in the business for a quarterback still uh, in the draft, but we know the Panthers are in business. I mean, we did know already, but now we know. NFL Networks. Ian Rapport had it, and it is official. The Panthers acquired the number one overall pick from the Bears on Friday night. uh, One of the great Friday news dumps of all time. Uh, in exchange for <laughs> DJ Moore. I, mean, very,
6: I don't think that was the intent I to bury the news. If anything, Weird. they
4: probably are annoyed they didn't get much pop from it. Um, in exchange for uh, wide receiver DJ Moore, a very good player, number nine overall pick. In this draft, the 2023 second round pick, a 2024 first round pick, and a 2025 second round pick. So, Mark, that gives Frank Reich... Uh, The chance he's the new head coach of the Panthers, the chance to to handpick anyone from this college class. And I know, Mark, a lot of people are saying, oh, what a trade by the Bears. And it was. It was a great trade for the Bears. They get all those draft assets we talked about. And you get a potential Pro Bowl level uh, wide receiver and more to play with Justin Fields. But if you've been tracking our league the last few years, you know, the Panthers have been dying. Every time they try to get a quarterback they want, people say no and it doesn't work out. They made this trade so they could get who they want and nobody could tell them no.
5: Yep. I mean, I guess if you are like David Tepper, you swung and missed on Matthew Stafford and watched him go win a Super Bowl somewhere else. Uh, They were in on Deshaun Watson, and that didn't work out for them. There have been others. Well, I think you could argue at this point, yes. But they they put themselves out there, and they kept being – like, not they were not able to seal the deal. So, it, it, it does the trade to me look a little bit um, desperate and bears rich. Yes. But I think if you, again, if you're David Tepper, like you or you have Frank Reich, you cannot settle Frank Reich with like the third or fourth best choice. And now it's like you can, you can scout these quarterbacks all you want and have total buy in on who you pick. And so, from that angle, in terms of being aggressive, and there's a lot of a sense around the league in quotes for multiple reports that it's CJ Stroud, but they can change their mind if that's not the case. They can pick
6: their guy. It Seems yeah. crazy. They don't know who who it would be. Well, I think you'd have
5: to, but I think it's
6: C.J. Stroud is who they're pointing I'm not a, to. I'm not conspiracy theorist. That's Mark's um, corner on this podcast. Is it? I'm not. Was I that, mean? Did maybe I, not on this did I podcast. Conspiratorial? There? No, no. I, mean, I just mean. You should
2: claim it. You should.
6: I, oh. What I'm gonna say is here. <laughs> in a broader yeah. sense. Here is one I conspiracy I do buy: that the NFL doesn't want the number one overall pick out there. Oh, of course. And uh, well, they, they the say, Rams "Don't let do this that. info get out in these in these streets, right? Because it'd be insane not to, not to know who you want to take with the number one overall pick." Was that a trading. rock
4: with a message uh, t- tied around it with rubber band thrown through Frank Reich's <laughs> window? <laughs>
6: That's don't not, let anybody find this out. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, no. I don't blame the Panthers. I'm saying, like, the league, you know, like, hey, let's, uh, let's not let this get out there. You I'm know. cool. With I that. like a little mystery. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. I don't
2: like and It'd the ripple fine. effects of this too are so interesting. With the Texans sitting at number two, they thought that they would have their pick of any quarterback that they want, and now they don't have to make that decision because the Colts are going to take that not the, with the first pick
6: the Panthers yeah the, yeah the Panthers although the- that's what I think this is about because the Panthers are kind of putting it out there too that like we could even trade down right and we're still evaluating and I think that's where they're going to see what information they can get between now and then and there's like an outside chance they could feel confident enough if they're not taking Bryce Young that that okay let's make the bear let's make uh the Texans trade up for Bryce Young and we end up picking up an extra pick and we still get our guy at number two. I mean, the NFL would love that being an option all the way up to the final hour. I think it will be. Now I kind of think it will be. Um, And,
4: Mark, you said that, you know, could look or perhaps is a little bit desperate by Carolina. I I agree because they did give up so much, including a a star player and more. But if the guy that they get turns out to be a decade-plus answer or whatever...
6: Wait, I looked at the other trades, though, that were similar-ish. Wentz, you know, near the top Mm -hmm. of the draft. Trey Lance near the top of the draft. RG3. This is they're all like the same. They all just they just copy each other. It it's wasn't expensive. anymore. If anything, I would say they paid maybe less. Like the 49ers paid essentially the same just to get up to the number 3 pick.
5: I I think for the Bears This though, is the number 1 pick but all the in, way from 9. In terms of the timing for the Bears because absolutely you needed more wideout power, more star power around fields and to have DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet, That is a nice four-pack of targets. And it came during a free agency period that is not wide out rich and a draft class that is not necessarily strong at wideout. So it was for, for Ryan Poles, I think it was a home run to have DJ Moore be part of the deal.
2: That's a great haul for them to get. I mean, DJ Moore, he has more career receiving yards than any player in Bears history. Like they're getting a legit... Wait, yeah. <laughs> That's... More career receiving yards than any player in the Bears 100 plus year history. He's played like five years, and he's not even one of the top fifteen it's he has of the Bears, yeah. receivers. the quarterbacks, wide receivers.
6: Still, it's still crazy. I would rather have DJ Moore at his salary, and he's under contract for three years, fifty-two million dollars, than a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. And I, that's how they looked at it. By the reporting afterwards, it was like they looked at it like he is as good as a first-round pick, if not better. And so then you look at it, you're basically just trading back eight picks. You still get the number nine pick. You get a first, you get 2 seconds and you get DJ That's Moore. Great, yeah. And I think Claypool might end up being a little bit of a bust for them, but if he's like their number 4 receiver, you're Yeah, you're that not as in a d- great d- trade. D-
2: d- and yeah. for more this is probably one of the best quarterbacks he's played with Wow! in Justin right. Fields. But we don't
4: even know. Oh, we're going to see. Well. And that's and here's saying more
2: about the Panthers right. quarterback It's been a it's for sure.
4: I, I would like to like, you know, anybody wants to join me, like declare war on the who won the blank of the offseason, like who won the press conference, uh, who won the trade. It's like we need not weeks or months, but years to know how it worked out with the quarterback for Carolina. What's going to happen with Justin Fields? What's the DJ Moore era look like? How do these mm-hmm. pa- draft kicks, picks pay out? For right now, both sides, I think, are happy with the outcome. And right. He, I'll give that it could a, be enough I'll, for now. I'll
5: give it a final grade right now. That's how I go go it. What, is it? what is it? What is it? I give an A to the Bears and a B-plus to the See, Panthers. See, I don't like that. I just feel I'm, like this is I'm the actually business. you cannot grade it right now. Is <laughs> that so what people, I'm doing? <laughs> I'm saying
6: people, people, I'm with Dan, though, just that like, they're so quick to be like, oh, the Bears, what a haul they get. And it's like, yeah, that's that's the same haul everyone gets. Well, I'm with Mark. They
2: B-plus nice luxury. <laughs>
6: what, do you th- what do you think about the quarterback they
4: got?
2: Uh, I don't know who it so is. So how could you give a grade? I just think that they got good capital <laughs> right, you and got, a great wide receiver gotta, gotta in a market a where you don't have a lot of options. <laughs> I, I think, yeah. Well, if- I was
4: going to say you don't have to take a chance. <laughs> right. If you-, you don't have to give out a grade on a trade where we don't even know who's involved with it fully and how these guys play. Well, That's we've all. just
5: done that. So well, right. yes, you it's can. Our job yes, to we
4: talk did. about There it. we go. Right, Mark? I'm like Scott Pioli right now on the dais during NFL Now, just like,
3: Amateurs.
6: If are the bears, doing well, if the bears are wrong about Justin Fields, though, then it's a bad trade, and they'll look at it. and I've heard this too that like, well, if we're wrong about Justin Fields, and I don't think they will be, then we have the resources to go have a backstop before they fire everyone with all these picks. I would mm-hmm. say Which is a weird you, way to view it,
5: like if it, the Panthers are here because they didn't pick Justin Fields too. I mean there there's a whole alternate universe where it's someone like Chicago having to trade up mm. to do all this business but it's the Panthers having to do it cuz they point. didn't pick the quarterback you when know, they had
4: the chance. You know who leads this alternate universe who created everything in the end? Roger the Daniels, Adele. the Daniels. Keith. Rodney Thomas. Ew
3: fourth and 20 at the colts 28 mills all alone in the backfield here's the snap davis looking he scrambles out to the right gotta get rid of it throws it to the end zone and caught it jordan akins my goodness on fourth and 20 akins with the catch rodney thomas misjudged it
5: I'll never forget sitting next to Greg that day, and Greg was loving that whole situation. I was like, "Whole game, I was going crazy." Yeah, but if you're a Texans fan,
6: like, there's no way you found any real joy in that watching your team slip to number two overall. Some of those throws by Davis Mills in that game, including that last one, I know it should have been picked, but he was like rolling right and got it there. It was a tough throw. He's an NFL quarterback. He, he got it. Made, he I'm threw just it saying, right through the hands of a defender. No, I get it, but he was rolling right, and the pressure was coming. Just to even give a chance on yeah. that play was a good job by him. Uh, Davis Mills, what a start! Can we stay actually on the Bears? Even though I know there's, we'll get to the jail. We do room. have to take to... a break. We're okay. going to take
4: a break. Everybody relax. We're just getting warmed Greg, up here. Relax. <laughs> um, we'll be
0: right back after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring
1: Visit LiveNation.com ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, Owen oh, and two-door cinema club.
3: Snag a Job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, Temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
4: All right, we are back. We're just digging into the first day, if you're just tuning in. Which is, again, very strange if you were to do that with a podcast. But we're going through the first day of free agency unofficially. Greg, we're sticking with the Bears before we move on.
6: Well, yeah, they spent so much money on Monday. They announced their intent to kind of be that team this offseason. They have the most salary cap space and they have to spend some of it. And they were the first team to agree to a contract this morning on the West Coast. T.J. Edwards, I mean, 16 minutes. They somehow worked out like a very complicated (laughs) three-year contract. What
4: are you insinuating? uh,
6: With T.J. Edwards in like 16 minutes. And T.J. Edwards was the first player off the board. And then later in the day, they gave a huge deal to Tremaine Edmonds, who I think is getting, what, 48 or something over the first two years of his contract. It's a four-year deal overall. He got paid, and they also paid uh, a former Titan, Nate Davis, at guard Pretty good money. So the Bears are that team this year, and it's just a little weird because off-ball linebacker, not a premium position. You didn't pay Roquan Smith. I, I saw someone um, kind of make the point: Roquan Smith and Jack Sandborn, your guy, mm. uh, maybe greater than Tremaine Edmonds and T.J. Boom. Edwards. I think you could agree or disagree with that, but it, it is. Um, a Curious couple of players, I think, to start your free agency. It's mean, like the on Chicago
5: them. Bears have been like prioritizing off ball linebackers since the Mesozoic <laughs> era. I think like this is the <laughs> eighth incarnation of like <laughs> them having two of these guys in their defense. And it's like a little bit of with the Matt Eberflus experience. Like he is, you you hired him because of his defensive acumen, but then money is allocated towards that where maybe in a different situation, you go somewhere
6: else. Year, too, right. And it ended up being the worst defense in the league. Edmonds will receive $50 million in guaranteed money on the deal.
2: Oof. I mean, how much do the Bears have in cap space here? It's like,
4: the, like $90 million? Million? You know, yeah. We got after the Jaguars just spending willy-nilly with their excess cap money last year, and yeah. it's ended up well for them with it, their right. second-year quarterback.
6: But I, I, I like spending on offense. Okay. I mean, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. And I think Tremaine Edmonds specifically, you're buying high. He was in a perfect situation in Buffalo for five years. Grade each of those a- acquisitions in real
3: time. <laughs> No, I'm just
6: kidding. <laughs> Edwards is a B. It's fine. B minus. Uh, when you really looked at the money, he was like the first deal that already looks phony in terms of what the agents told the reporters. It really is like a one for eight type of deal. It's not even 12 million guaranteed. Uh, and so that's that's fine, TJ Edwards. Tremaine Edmonds, I'm going to give like a C minus because you're investing in him at a high. He's coming off the best season of his career by far. He was the first round pick uh, of Deshaun McDermott era, and he was up and down. Like, he had one really good year, and that was last year, and he's going to go into a much tougher situation. I, could I mean, just, he is,
2: He's 24 years old. Right. Yeah. Like he's 6'4",
6: 250,
5: and runs a 4.5. So, like, I think that like, if you're Eberflus, you're thinking, like, I'm going to get
6: as good a version of him as the Bills did. You hope. You well, hope, but you're not surrounded uh, by as much talent. And it's just like they lost out on Mike McGlinchey, and we'll get to that later earlier I in the liked day to see that, it almost that felt like this better. was like a pivot. We're going to yeah. spend on someone a lot of money uh, regardless. Uh, we didn't get McQueen. Is that spending okay. too much
2: money at those positions specifically? When I you think look at the market. Yeah, a lot of the league would say yes. yes.
6: Yeah, those are that's like one of the cheapest positions. Right. Like for instance, the Eagles had Kaiser White last year playing their whole season for a, you know 2.5 million on one year but especially though after you said we
5: don't want Roquan we're not doing this we, with yeah. Roquan Smith so we've gone and spent almost as much over with this with the position I'll just let you guys keep going on the bears hate I'm enjoying this
4: I mean
6: it's not a hate how, long, how far can we take it keep going trebade Edmonds was like a top 15 <laughs> Give it the Gentleman's F D minus go at, for it uh, top gentleman's 15 free <laughs> agent in this crap he just got that huge bump that happens every couple well, years you know, every for couple. It. I, I don't mind Here's... them just going for it on, from another angle I do agree that
4: building up the offense with pieces is sexier. But there are defense heads I think out there that
6: I think it's smarter. I mean in way. terms of like it's safer and it's it goes up and down less. I think Edmonds and Edwards are kind of good examples. Like if they were free agents a year ago at this time, would have they've gotten paid much at all? A lot I would of say eds. no. I mean, they were also losing games like 36
4: to 30 to, last year. Uh Edmonds's agent please. and Make sure it gets <laughs> to the player. Well, he did a good job. The yeah. agent Oh yeah, he'll get it to the player, and then we'll have him on the show in the middle of June in the studio. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, the another big move that happened uh, while we were away: the Dolphins make another big blockbuster move. Jalen Ramsey is coming to Miami uh, for a 2023 third round pick and tight end Hunter Long. I'm pretty sure, not to Barry Horowitz this, but I'm pretty sure I said Ramsey makes – I could see him as a Miami Dolphin. That felt like something that made sense. And it does especially make sense when you know where the Dolphins see themselves right now as a team that's all in. So after they went and got Bradley Chubb in a mega trade a few months back, now they add Ramsey to the backfield, uh, Colleen, and you factor in they pick up the the fifth-year option for Tua. They go Mm -hmm. and get Mike White. Uh, in free agency to be the kind of backup safety net, the Dolphins are looking to get to the Super Bowl with this roster right now.
2: Yeah, they're they're making moves and. They should at this point. I'm already wondering if they're going to go after a running back like Miles Sanders, considering the way that the run game ended last year and Mike McDaniel, former run game coordinator with San Francisco. Mm. Like, I think that they're really putting all of these pieces together. But for Jalen Ramsey, I just felt like he was going to be back in Florida. In my head, I kind of liked the idea of him going back to Jacksonville with a totally different scenario. <laughs> but him his Brinks truck? Right. But <laughs> Going to Miami. I like it even more because of the past heat between himself and Tyreek Hill. Uh, If you guys remember back in 2018, when uh, he was saying that, uh, Jalen Ramsey was saying that Tyreek Hill was more of a punt return specialist or return specialist than uh, a wide receiver. So those two, that'll be fun to see them play together. But the Miami secondary was the biggest area of weakness. It was something they needed to address. And so now that Byron Jones won't be returned it looks like when you have Jalen Ramsey across from Xavier Howard, you have two pieces that you can really build with. I
5: mean, we've seen the we've seen the Dolphins in past um, free agency incarnations go nuts, and like it always had this feel of like it's not going to go right, and it often just didn't. This feels different to me mm-hmm. because of the coach, because of how quickly the offense responded to his coaching. The play, the parts fit, and I think you got a different type of. Aura here in Miami. And I like this. Um, if I'm the Rams from a flip side and you still hang in a Matthew, what are you telling Matthew Stafford in general about how this season and maybe next season? He's a pillar. Look, I just, I don't, I'm not convinced Matthew Stafford's even on this team. Who is Con- on
2: this team at this point? They, they uh, yeah. cut Bobby Wagner, right? They cut, um, <sighs>
6: Leonard Floyd. Leonard
2: Floyd. Now I'm wondering what's going to happen with Aaron Donald because he almost didn't return last year after they won the Super Bowl and now all of uh, when you have Jalen Ramsey out of there too. I mean, this team is scouting. They said those three crew.
6: guys they're building around Cup Donald. No, but you Stafford. can say
5: that, but you're 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 removing a lot of the team that made this a, a special team a couple seasons ago. Last year was a disaster, but like this feels like a project. You're not getting out of this in a couple it months. It feels
6: like this season they're taking a step back to set up for next season. You can't take too far a step back. I mean the step mm-hmm. back would be let's try to have a winning record and compete uh and then next year we go try to win a Super Bowl. I was anyone else stunned how little Third interest Ram- Dalen Ramsey got around the league? Mm. I mean I, I guess it depends on what, you, what you think surprised. he's gonna have
4: left in the tank and internally what people are talking about, wh- whether they think he'll age well he's I only thought that twenty-eight. Was a sign. like
6: I think he fits in the Fangio system perfectly. Brandon Staley learned under Fangio, he used him dynamically, like even if he plays a little more safety or you know, near the line of scrimmage in the slot, like that's still worth a lot. He didn't like the That's a case life, for the GM app, that's that's for damn sure. But well, I'm sure they asked around, no one wanted him. For so more what than do you think third. that says though? Yeah, it's surprising. I thought they could have gotten more than than they did. But, but they didn't. Well, they're the they reporting. Don't. Yeah, I don't think they could have because, I mean, maybe maybe you had set it up. If they traded him last year, certainly. Yeah. Um, Jordan Rodrigue mentioned uh, at The Athletic that there were five teams in the mix, that they were trying to trade him out of the NFC. I do get Sean McVay is a little Mike Shanahan-y vibes. That, like, Sean McVay is the one running this team, uh, you know, Less need is involved and executes the vision. But I think Sean McVay is making the vision. I mean, we heard reporting that like when they couldn't get Von Miller, Sean McVay on the phone to other guys on the team being like, what do you think of Allen Robinson? All right, let's go get Alan Robinson. Like, I think it's McVay. And um, I was just surprised they couldn't get more for Ramsey. Like Ramsey didn't get that much more money. The whole idea was like, well, Ramsey wants more money. He wants more guaranteed money. We're not going to give it to him. He didn't really get it from Miami. He got 2024 guaranteed. So that that's a big deal. Like that's So two years guaranteed. Instead of one. Yes. But you obviously have this year guaranteed because sure. you, you don't trade for him otherwise. So you got your year guaranteed. But he didn't get like a raise. He just kind of got what was in there. I think it's 37 over two years. Um, pretty reasonable for a top-shelf cornerback.
5: I want to know who those other teams were. And I, I don't know if every team in the league signs up for the Jalen Ramsey experience. It's got to mm-hmm. be... You got to set the table well for... To Adam, to the I whole thing. I wonder if
2: that like narrative, though, just kind of got blown out of proportion when he was in Jacksonville. And I don't know. How much of it is
6: These true? trade terms make me think it's a little true. I was surprised that a team wouldn't give him more money and that a team wouldn't give up more draft picks. It just didn't happen for him. Like I think Jalen Ramsey's thrilled to be back in Miami, but I think going into this, the Rams have to be really disappointed with what they got for him. Mm-hmm. And I suspect Ramsey and his agent are disappointed with the money that they got.
4: Um, And as far as the Rams go, where they stand now, I just would like to see. And I know they did the whole the whole showcase uh, press conference saying these three guys are our pillars and all that showcase. Like when when the (laughs) chips are down and one of these teams, hopefully not mine, uh, doesn't have the quarterback that they thought they were going to get in this game of musical chairs. Let's see how much of a pillar Matthew Stafford is if the phone call, if the phone rings. Totally with you. And for a team like the Rams mm. that is still trying to build up. Because I, I hear – and I think there is value, sneaky value, to be like, yeah, we're not viewed as a superpower, but, you know, we could win nine or ten games and that will put people in the seats and we might get a playoff game out of it. Like, and we'll still have star power. I think from, from like, Stan Kroenke's view, like making that kind of a goal for next year makes sense. But what also makes sense is if you have the opportunity to truly do a, a rebuild where you get a bunch of premium picks – Maybe that's kind of like the smarter long term play if you want to win Super Bowls. But
5: the, these rebuilds typically, if it's it, now the new fashionable rebuild is like a year for the well run right. teams, right? But you come out of it, quick. you come out of it typically with a young quarterback to build around. Yeah, I don't know if I see or I can envision mm. Matthew Stafford being the guy on the other side of this rebuild two years, three years from now. He was brought here for something else that he accomplished. I don't see the vision ahead for Matthew Stafford on this roster. So is he traded, roster. maybe? I think if you're talking about, we just, oh, we just learned we didn't trade Jalen Ramsey at the height of his powers. And you're you, after giving so much for him, you gave up so much for Matthew Stafford. and are sent him away for a... A year from now for a third round pick or something like that. I feel gotta- like the
6: Jets losing Rodgers would have been the only team desperate enough to give up a, a haul mm-hmm. that would w- be worth it, especially considering the con- the contracts that Donald and Cup and Stafford signed a year ago kind of locked them in and locked the team into having to pay them for a few years ago because they-, they got paid after the Super Bowl. Uh, and that's why they are, quote, weight bearing walls. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's what they were. Bearing They're weight bearing walls.
5: It's kind of like Pillars. what you though. want to be called? <laughs> Similar to
6: Pillars. But not the
5: same thing, different.
6: Well, like they said, yeah. a
5: table with three legs, problematic typically.
6: Uh, all right, Colleen, <laughs> this is a 3 That's a good sound drop. A Three-legged <laughs> table <laughs> though could be very it, sturdy in well, the right. It could be a, a triangle thing? type table, but absolutely I don't
4: think,
5: right. sure. I mean, I, ha- I own one of those. Pieces Ideal, of in fact. Yeah. It's three a, legs. That's in that case. Sturdy. You're talking about a square table. I'm talking about square table. Tough spot. Tough spot. It is. How about this uh, AFC East though? Uh, they're loading up there. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's
4: hold on that combo until we get the news on the other okay, thing okay. Uh, Connie, I, I do want to check in with you <sighs> uh, Let's talk about Jason Hargrave Javon Hargrave
2: Let's talk he, about Jason Yeah, instead. you'd rather talk
4: about him um, He's going to the 49ers mm-hmm. Arrival. I don't like it uh, 30 years old Why would you? What a study was on the inside of that Incredible record-setting defensive line for the Eagles 11
2: sacks 11
4: sacks from the interior Are yeah. you kidding me? And now... It was beautiful. He will be pushing that pocket for the San Francisco 49ers getting 40 mil to do so.
2: For some reason, it feels extra personal that he's going to the Niners because they face them in the mm. NFC championship so two like, top
4: dogs on the conference. It makes sense. Yeah. And I don't
2: want to be like, you're a traitor. So little because, like, it's going to be great for him.
4: Dallas, San Francisco back in the day vibes. A little bit, a
2: yeah. little bit. It's the thing is the Eagles just have so many good free agents available, especially on the defense, but he was undoubtedly the best. So you lose him. And the fact was, this Eagles defense, especially the defensive line, was so had so much depth. So they were able to just like rotate, and they were able to stay fresh. And that was such a big part of their success. Was this pass rush that they were able to generate a pass rush from the interior with him? And they're just they're going to miss him. They're going to miss him a lot. And I don't know how you replace his production, but they're going to have to.
6: I I think it would. slipped under the radar that the 49ers last year were like Bosa defensive player of the year arm Eric Armstead great when he's out there but missed a lot of last year and the rest of the group was like okay you know it wasn't as deep as good a group as they have had in the past they cycle through these one-year guys like Ebacon played well for them but he's a free agent again and it made me think because I looked at the list of the top five highest-paid defensive tackles. It made me think they should have just never made that DeForest Buckner trade. Mm. Everyone loved at the time. They drafted Javon Kinla, uh to replace him. He hasn't really worked out. And on that list, it's Hargrave, Armstead, uh, Aaron Donald, Durant Payne and Buckner. And so, you know, two of those guys that are now play for the 49ers. You see what they value. One of them used to in Buckner, who who's in Indiana. I love it for
5: Steve Wilkes because you're, you're going through a lot of like, you're losing coaches in San Francisco on both sides of the ball year after year. Wilkes, though, we know can do it. And, like, he's sitting there as the big winner. If you're Sean Desai in Philadelphia, their new defensive coordinator, like, you're, it, it needs to be understood inside the building that there's a real uphill climb for him to come in and repeat the dynamic, like, quarterback nightmare situation they created a year ago with their front.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: Not all bad news uh, for the Eagles. They get Kelsey returns.
2: Yep. That's nice. I kind of am surprised. I definitely thought he was going to retire. Just
6: because the podcast is doing so well, but maybe it does even better if you're playing because Travis is still playing well, Sirianni said
5: he's just been plying Jason Kelsey with, like, kegs of beer and will continue to do so as long as he stays right. right. out. I'm sorry. not even kidding.
6: Like, McAfee retired, and he that thing was a rocket ship, his podcast. And mm-hmm. it just felt like this Kelsey Brothers pod is doing so well that it's, like a, it's a good time to go away.
2: I like the video of Howie Roseman and Jason Kelsey when, like, Kelsey uh, tells him that he's not retiring, he's going to return. And Howie has, like, some Moscato out, and he's pouring yeah, shots. Yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. I mean... I
4: mean, and by the way, oh. how about this? Kelsey, here's the tweet. I'm going to read the whole one. I put much thought into whether it makes sense to play another season. After talking it over with my wife, wife and many other friends and family, I've decided to return for another year. Thank you to all my supporters and detractors for fueling me. I ain't fucking done yet. <laughs> and guess what? And guess what? Aaron Rodgers, it could be that easy. <laughs> Uh, right. I mean, Here's it, the model. It doesn't make doesn't right. make Jason Kelsey less swaggy or less mysterious or uh mystical. Make, make
5: mm-hmm. it, it makes him swaggier.
4: It makes it just makes life easier for everyone. Yeah. And it's just like, bro, it's football. Like it's it, you're not that important. You're not that special. It's
2: very unattractive. I like mm. someone who is decisive. And to me, the Aaron Rodgers situation, even the fact that it's taken him this long to make a decision tells me that is his decision, that he should retire. But he doesn't you obviously want to. like a decisive man. I need someone who, like, build, make a decision, rip off the Band-Aid, let's right. go, be confident in it, and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but, like, let's stop dragging our feet and talking about it.
5: Yeah, right. he I, tormented I, my
6: weekend, as I told you. We're doing Yeah, make a decision on last week and, you know, get us out of this mess. I, I'm with you. I learned uh, a life lesson. Okay. Struggling. <laughs> cool.
2: Congratulations. To make
6: a decision. You know, it doesn't ha- didn't have as much interest yes. at the time of Aaron Rodgers. But when I was coming to the NFL trying to decide if I was going to leave Pro Football Talk, I'd worked at NBC for like you know, eight or nine years, and I loved it there. The only thing I regretted in the whole process was at the very end, ultimately, I just I couldn't make a decision. And I, generally in life, I feel like I'm pretty decisive, and I knew afterwards – right away almost, that that was my regret and I would never do that again. But in that situation for the first time, I sort of made like a, a mistake. What and was I just, your
2: big hesitation?
6: Well, just like I was very comfortable and liked a lot of things there and the money was basically the same and do you take this chance on doing that? It was just, I, it was just uh, going back and forth, going back and forth. Couldn't decide what to do. I mean, do. I met you at the Combine before yeah. and it was sort of a recruitment dinner. Did, mm. I, did I
5: help? Do you feel maybe... Uh, <laughs> That final brick in the yes. wall that just said the NFL.com feels like the right in place. Mark. Well, it yeah. really
6: was the couple weeks. <laughs> it's a the weird closer. move. It's a after weird move. That, move. Where I would go back and forth. But then I thought, yeah, that's Justin Hathaway. He's a closer. <laughs> I like this guy. Do love Hathaway. Uh, Eagles got Brandon Graham back, too. Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: let's he- move on to the Broncos, who are making moves. Uh, let me go through it. Let me tell you all about it. So, they got Mike McGlinchey. Nice.
6: Big contract. Big mm-hmm. right
4: tackle. Um, $50 million guaranteed. Five years, $87.5 million, 50 guaranteed. So they make a big offensive line move. They also add left guard Ben Powers, formerly of the Ravens. Four years, $52 million. Uh They also, as we mentioned, signed Jared Stidham to be Russ Wilson's backup. And that's interesting to me. And makes sense to me. Stidham is a guy who's flashed a little bit. He was originally with the Patriots um, and then went to the Raiders and played a little bit at the end of the last season. And kind of a guy, I think, that works, uh, Mark, for the Broncos and Sean Payton here because you can, first of all, building up the offensive line, very smart, because I do think they are invested. I think they are serious about giving Russell Wilson a chance here to write the ship, and it's not fair necessarily to Wilson or everybody else if you don't have a blocking front that works. So you do that, and now you have a backup that you could put in where you're not spending a ton of money on your backup, you're not hedging your bets necessarily, and I would think they could very easily start over next year if either of these guys uh, cannot play the guitar.
5: Yeah, I, I kind of view everything that Denver is doing um, as not Russell Wilson-centric, just because I think Sean Payton is secure enough to know that if that doesn't work out, you're just going to build the team around him and get that other quarterback. And I mean, they needed to fortify the offensive line. Um, A Glinchy, there's a lot of zone-blocking elements to Sean Payton's offense. I think they want to have more of a power-run element. I think back to the days of Mark Ingram, when he really started to shine under Sean Payton in in New Orleans, and Alvin Kamara after that. But like, you just want to be able to have that as a huge part of an offense that might not have a quarterback that can play right now. And I liked how it was put out there a little bit. Like, With each of these pieces, you're removing excuses away from Russell Wilson if he does not turn into the player he once was. It's like you have to build an argument to move on from
6: him if that's the case a year from now. Sean Payton's always coached uh, good offensive lines, like known how to coach them up and and hired the right offensive line coaches. But generally, like spending this much money on – slightly above average starting offensive linemen are, like, the worst thing you can do in free agency. He was like,
2: also the top right tackle, though, on the market. Right. Like, and a- they needed it. A-
6: absolutely. But, like, the 49ers didn't show a lot of interest in, in keeping him. Ben Powers uh, kind of had a career year for the Ravens, a guard. I think he'll make, like, twenty five, twenty six million $26 in his first two years. Like, they're spending a lot of money trying to get to average in the right, offensive but do, line. Right,
5: but it, you're in a, spe- a specific issue if you're Denver, because you've given away a bunch of draft picks. You're not going to get necessarily an all-pro tackle in free agency because they don't typically exist. Right. Um, and then you don't have the way to go get them through the draft. So you're, you kind of were backed up
6: into a corner here. And McGlinchey, he's up and down, but it's like, I think he fits. Yeah. And they... Uh, they like aren't gonna be afraid of spending. I, I still get like Sean Payton a little bit, like Bill Parcells in Miami vibes. Just I think there's like a chance here. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of at the end. Let's just like go a little crazy, and it, maybe it's not gonna be as good as it was in New Orleans, but we'll see.
4: Uh, in other news, hey, the Chargers.
6: <sighs> What's going on with the Chargers? Feeling good about
4: the
3: Chargers. I
2: am not.
4: The vibes around the Chargers. I I share your suspicions. uh, Brandon Staley uh, still there as the head coach. They replaced both coordinators. They blew a 27-0 lead in the playoffs. And now Austin Eckler is requesting permission to seek a trade after he was met with a cold shoulder um, after contract extension talks with the Chargers. Chargers. So it's like, and we had him on the show at the Super Bowl. To, To his credit, he didn't hint. At any
5: type of discord or concerns, but well, maybe to his credit, had he, we would have broken news on the show. Right. So well, it's I, all I don't kind of our fault to <laughs> maybe
4: not be turning over a couple stones there when yeah. he had back-to-back twenty touchdown seasons, and uh, he's probably paid in the back half of starters. I
5: asked him like three beach body questions in a row. <laughs> it's like, what? What is the fr- yeah,
4: purpose I of like this that.
7: show?
2: Let's use
4: this as a teaching moment for the for the podcast. But anyway, uh, yeah. So he's re- <laughs> he's requesting permission for a trade. So we'll see if that happens. And I thought it was also instructive, Greggy on this Daniel Jeremiah. Like I said, moved the sticks um, was on NFL network all morning. And he kind of said in a way like, and you know, the chargers are not going to top the market or not going to meet his demands for his position. Uh, He calls the games, of course, as the analyst. So it's kind of like if the, if the chargers are serious about not paying him and he's requesting a trade, this feels like something that could happen, and perhaps
6: soon. Yeah, he wanted a raise. I, I think he had uh, one year left on his deal, making $6 million. Like, get it now while you can. You're still healthy. Your numbers Especially are good. Especially at that position. I, I get it, but I also get the Chargers being like, actually, we're getting the best Austin Eckler right now. We don't want to pay for the next Austin Eckler. We like this contract, and if you can go... You know, get a deal. Uh, we'll let you go. We like you enough. We think uh, we have other priorities. This Good is, draft for running backs, too.
2: Yeah. This is Austin Eckler just trying to ensure his future. I mean, if he gets hurt this season in his the final year of this four-year contract that he's on, then he's kind of screwed. So he needs to, if the Chargers are not willing to give him a long-term deal, which they aren't, which is prudent on their part, He should be able to explore other options if they're out there.
6: It really stinks getting... uh, Was he undrafted? Like, you really get banged over and over just by being undrafted like especially his, at that position his career has been better than Saquon Barkley's not like he would have gotten Saquon Barkley's contract necessarily but because he was undrafted he had to take a deal that was really good for him at the time 3 years into his like his you know undrafted rookie deal but now looks very below the market and you're always like trying to catch up to the money that you didn't make in the first place. And so you don't you don't blame him, uh, but I think he'll be elsewhere. There's a, I think that we're going to have a lot of trades. Laramie Tunsell's another
4: player that uh, requested permission to seek a trade, a left tackle of the Texans, one of the very best in the league. And the Texans, despite speculation last year, held on to him. He delivered another high-quality season mark. Uh, and if he goes on the market, he could fetch quite a pretty penny, given the premium position. It's kind of the opposite of running backs, a left tackle. Right. Immense value, both in uh, a
5: trade value and
4: in salary.
5: He's been linked, uh, you know, here and there to the Chiefs, who have moved Woo. on from Orlando Brown. But they went and got Joan Taylor, who has been a right tackle career-wise uh, with Jacksonville, but they're going to move him over to left tackle, according to James Palmer. Our uh, friend, so that's a lot of money. If you then go try to, to sort all this out, but I think they they lost Andrew Wiley, the Chiefs, the right tackle, so they still have to find
6: someone to protect Patrick Mahomes. So Taylor, you know, you could put him on the uh, on the right side if you got Laramie Tunsil. He got yeah huge money uh, from the Chiefs, but not as huge as what Orlando Brown was gonna make. They would be scary as hell with Laramie Tunsil. As their mm. left tackle, and it, but do you think they paid him as a le- uh, the Jawan Taylor as a I mean, left j- tackle though? That's I mean, what I
5: see that contract as.
6: But it doesn't seem like it's totally shut down. I I tend to think that getting floated out there might be like, well, we don't necessarily need you, Laramie Tunsil. Um, but it hasn't gotten shot and down that this could happen. I did go to Tunsil's... Twitter page? Is it like checking it out. It's always see, an, see an what's interesting going place. Lot of fun. what's going on there? The likes and whatnot. Oh, Aaron Rodgers had a funny uh, like today of like Razul Douglas saying I he had Rodgers' phone. Uh, <laughs> and so the last brag. tweet from Lar- Laramie Tunsil is LMAO man. And that was yesterday that, uh, you know, for the kids laughing my ass off. Nice, it. dude. So I just feel like, okay, if something <laughs> for happened. The kids? that's. I feel like that's been in the lexicon for a while, Greg. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
2: For the kids, for the children out there, for for the (laughs)
6: forty-three-year-olds, that uh, that was a joke. Uh, (laughs) That feels like okay. I don't know why I'm reading that as like I'm not going to be a Texan anymore. They won't pay me what I want to make. Uh, and then immediately retweets. Patrick Mahomes saying NFL is going to be wild this next week. And that's back to back. And it does. These guys are all talking to each other. Come on. Uh, Cycling
4: back to Eckler, by the way, he has 38 touchdowns (laughs) in the past two seasons. Um,
2: He's coming off a career high in targets.
4: He has made 21 million total in his career. That's what I'm talking about. And that is not to say that 21 million is anything to sneeze at. I would love 21 million. I'd love a million. But 21 million for a guy who's had 38 touchdowns in the last two years you see where it gets a little janky. Like when we talked about some of these other players getting the money they're getting, Eckler is a machine. What about him with the Buffalo Bills?
6: They, I, they're, they're that's a spicy meatball, Mark. I mean, wow. Right, Jawan Taylor plays a premium position. I get that. Uh, Jawan Taylor hadn't been lighting it up for most of his career. And offensive linemen do develop late, but he gets $60 million in guaranteed money. And Eckler is saying, just can I have a little bit of a raise? Ooh, uh, that's a spicy meatball. Uh, the Falcons are
4: uh, doing some work. They signed Jesse Bates, safety. They signed David Onion Mata, uh, 24 and a half over two. They're not done yet. They give Chris Lindstrom, their star guard, $105 million to stay put. Mm. Uh, Connie, that is a lot of lifting on the first day of free agency for a team that is looking to make a move.
2: They're just out here flexing flexing their muscles, um, giving out the bag. Jesse Bates, I like this one because, <laughs> I mean, we knew that he was going to be gone from <laughs> – <laughs> I
4: wish he just would have stopped after that yeah. setup. and set up. That was the analysis. It it. So perfect. for the kids, when she says
6: bag, <laughs> bag, it's talking about money. Money. He's bringing in the, the money. I think the kids know Got this. It. It's the well, – For the geriatrics? Like yeah, I mean, it's the geriatric people- millennials. <laughs>
2: I know. I think I'm, I'm one of those. Oh, no. Sometimes I don't know what the when someone one of you is talking and when it's a drop. Um, it feels like the lines Same. are I feel that are way, so. <laughs> Um But Jesse Bates, last year I remember Sorry I was in. Sorry to interrupt in... you
4: again. You're fir- you're firmly a millennial, by the way.
2: Okay, thank you. I'll take it. You're in I like feel camp. like I. I'm geriatric. i geriatric. My soul is Greg Gen Mark Z. Greg and Gen X. Mm. Honestly,
6: <laughs> I'm on the borderline. I don't know. I mean uh, it's almost like this generational stuff is nonsense
5: a
4: little bit maybe yeah
2: um, go ahead. should we talk about Jesse Bates? I don't yeah, subscribe
6: to any
5: of that by the way but yeah go ahead <laughs> sorry
2: <laughs> when I was at the Bengals training camp this summer Jesse Bates still was kind of like we didn't know what he was going to do sort of like hadn't hadn't signed the tag yet hadn't reported to camp um, so we knew that you know he was out of there and he's going to really help out this Falcons pass defense they allowed the eighth most passing yards last season. They desperately needed some help in that department. And Bates, second team All-Pro in 2020, 14 interceptions. I mean, he he's a really good player, and I think that he'll add a lot of value to this team.
6: Lindstrom getting 105 is wild. Like,
2: yeah, that's so he's much. another
6: example of offensive lineman, and he's always been good, uh, but he went to another level. He was second team All-Pro this year. They do develop slower than other positions. That I truly buy. I think other some positions are up and down, like cornerback, maybe off-ball linebacker, stuff like that. Running backs, you'd rather have early. Offensive linemen, you'd rather have in the middle to late. They, they get better and better, and he got better. And that Bates contract was awesome for him. You like seeing a guy who bet on himself like with the, the one-year deals, never took the long-term contract from the Bengals, uh, be rewarded. Usually it's... Phony, where it's like, oh, the four year sixty-four. I was like, oh, that's too much for him. It's actually almost phony the other way. He gets thirty-six million in the first two years the of the deal. Phony. It's it's front-loaded. He should get all that money. Like he is going to get paid. It is uh, you know, Dean Pease is gone, retired.
5: So Ryan Nielsen is a stepping into that role for the first time in Atlanta. I don't think like I've trusted Atlanta's defense um in like half a decade plus at this point. Right. Um, and if you're the Bengals, you also lost
6: Von Bell to the Panthers, so you have a you have an issue at safety. Onyemata got way too much money. $24 million over two is is wild for a guy who's 31 who looks incredible for three or four straight games and then kind of disappears. He's had a very, like an up and down career. Uh, but like you mentioned, they have a new defensive coordinator who was in New Orleans. Their GM used to be in New Orleans. And you always like, go get the guys you used to love. Mm.
4: Right. They they targeted aggressively to make a move uh, like this this quickly. And they, they believe He's a perfect scheme fit for what they do.
6: And you've got to spend that cap space. I do. I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth on some level because mm-hmm. it's a waste to just be rolling over all that cap space. We're going to take one that. more
4: break and then we are going to hit the rest of the news. You
0: go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it.
1: Visit livenation.com concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club.
3: Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position So visit snagajob.com or text snag to two four two four two four to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. All right, we're back. Um, during the
4: break, um, Mark pulled me aside into a private room and he said It was a long break. Then all this talk about like where you want to put me, how do you categorize who I am? I'm generation next. <laughs>
5: That is a direct quote of our conversation during that uh, that um, you know leisurely lengthy break we just took. And I looked you right in the eyes and I said, "Okay, I respect that." Thank you for honoring my uh, my needs. Who else is in Generation Next, Mark? Literally just one person.
2: It's just Mark.
5: All Pepsi drinkers, I think. We need- well, no, it's a different It's different than that Pepsi Zero, subset.
2: you know it's my thing. I'm with
6: myself also. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the
2: rest Everyone, of- Everyone, <laughs> check
6: out Colleen's Instagram for some great sponsored hey, that's content. I've right, been, been meaning to Zero ask you yet? about this. <laughs> oh, you didn't hear them talking about it for 15 minutes <laughs> in the newsroom? I have like three Paolo's cases like, oh oh, At least it finally stopped uh, Dan from honking.
5: I have noticed, was was one of you like on a beach drinking the product that mm-hmm. you now... That I pulled
2: you, over to the side of the road. That's good. Uh, it's organic. Yeah, it, Can you it tell was. the Disney yeah. story
5: real quick? Before?
4: Yes. Yeah, go
2: ahead. Uh, I have another upcoming Pepsi post for you guys and Can I wait. was Define like trying you to... you guys. All you guys, for, all my fans out there. For
5: Generation Next and the rest of them. For Generation Next.
2: Yeah. Uh, so I went to Disney for the first time ever uh, a couple days ago and I was like, oh, that could be perfect. There's so many things going on at Disney. I could figure out some way to like integrate a Pepsi or I'll just drink a Pepsi there. there. So I am going in through security at Disneyland (laughs) and I get through security with the Pepsi. I didn't even think it would be a problem because uh, whatever. Well, you're Um, a pitch
5: woman, so of course it shouldn't be a problem. Exactly.
2: And I'm gathering all of my things and it's very chaotic and hectic because our friend that took us to Disney really loves Disney. She's a Disney person and we needed to be there for rope drop which i didn't even know was I love a that thing. that's a term that's a thing so we are <laughs> rushing to get through and i don't like to be rushed and so i'm already like kind of like in a in a space that is not great for me and i gather all of my things as i'm walking away from security and i hear something crash onto the ground and it's the pepsi can and it explodes oh. Oh, no. everywhere <laughs>
4: Mm, it's like dollar signs coming out of the can with the rest of the carbonation
2: (laughs) it starts spraying the security guard and he like oh (laughs) Oh,
4: Colleen
2: yeah so then I had Pepsi all over me the rest of the day and we were there for like 14 hours
5: that's a great symbolism your post captured all. will it capture all this no because
2: we were going to miss the tram so I have
6: and then you would have missed rope drop
2: yeah So, you know what? They got their money's
6: worth. They got this uh, story.
2: Honestly, yeah. On this huge platform. I didn't realize that was a crutch for me, um, which I'm just realizing my honesty crutch. Justin, (laughs) we've got
6: some developing news. (gasps) I'm not going to go go breaking. I'm not going breaking. I'm going developing. It's (laughs) my (laughs) favorite. Linebacker David Long, ranked in the top 25 of my top 101 free agents, is signing with the Miami Dolphins. Two years, $11 million. Love that deal compared to. The Tremaine Edmonds deal. That's, that's all cheap. I was saying. That's all I was saying. Like, uh, he's a. I know he doesn't have the 40 time. Maybe not quite as much. He change, doesn't but that's need what, it. He's a football player. He
7: has great instincts. This is a great value. Ooh, do you site. guys hear
4: something?
6: Um, no. Something, I haven't heard there, anything. I played There's it like. I feel
2: like I'm having a meltdown.
3: I played it multiple hey! times in an What's episode.
7: All right. um, I just <laughs> it's <think> always <laughs> your entryway. The David Long is a great linebacker, and um, he's like, <gasps> he's a little limited in coverage, but he's pretty dang good. And the Dolphins got a great deal here. I mean, looking at the other linebacker signings, like at the, what the Bears did today, it's a pretty nice
6: deal. So I know I made David a joke Long about it Hunter before, Long. but the AFC East really is uh, looking pretty good. <laughs> Hold on. That. Okay, I get, to, like, it. Th- I get it. Great th- combo th- coming up, maybe.
5: Cut to like Titans headquarters and like it just Rand Carth and like taking a massive nap in like an <laughs> office somewhere. <laughs>
7: The Titans signed Titans are not somebody. taking the Rams path like no, there are they, no pillars. They signed they signed somebody I don't know if we'll get to it on this episode but Maybe. it's a pretty it's just decent. like signing. it's
4: like a circus tent when they have they they're beginning to take it down they take out the big pole in the middle and it's just like a big right. flat like giant big top on the on the turf yeah. on like the hard dirt
5: ground. Depressing.
4: Meanwhile, <laughs> that's yeah. the Titans right now. <laughs> no, I support that though. I think the
7: Titans should try to win zero games in you know, you 2023 tell yourself whatever you need And draft to. Caleb Williams. I, it's like yeah, I feel like, you on that. There
6: are no that's way there it are sound. no weight-bearing walls. It's like a FEMA trailer that they gave out. It's like that
4: never worked. You know,
5: way to go, Brownie. Remember it, that?
4: It's just like <laughs> Ryan Tannehill and Derek Henry like, gasping for air under this gigantic <laughs> big top. Like,
6: let us out. Let us escape. Meanwhile, uh, he's trying to do some cope. Coping- coping mechanism here being like, I don't know if you're going to get, but I did like this uh, deal that they signed later in the day. Yes, they got the former first round uh, Philadelphia Eagles tackle, Andre Dillard. Literally the only player who's ever played on the offensive line for the Eagles that didn't work out Ooh. and end up being one of like, well, the best line. Well, did he got not work just out? Got out got or did he just get hurt? Sounds
2: great. He kind of got hurt.
6: Jordan <laughs> <Just> Mailata <laughs> <laughs> is really good. Sounds like, like when, a trank. When, when he it. played, he was like, <laughs> fine. You know, okay. He was, I, he was a,
7: I looked up his PFF grades and I that's that's not the end. It was worth all, a shot. But,
6: I'm just saying, like, they've had a lot of people go through there, and they all end up doing great except for this one guy. Like That's a, the guy you
7: nine got. Nine and a half million a year. It's, like, not a huge deal for us. what's going to be their starting left tackle. Okay. right? Okay. How was your be, Oscars
6: party? Let's
4: talk about something yeah. less depressing. It was super fun. Good. Yeah, we had a it time. It was a York
5: place.
7: Uh, not exactly, okay. no, but... Oh, I thought oh. it was... Oh, I didn't want to, like, correct you... it, because it was No, you went
4: movie. to an Oscars party. No, yes. yeah, okay. you, you, um... Uh, I thought you were hosting an Oscars party. Right, you and prioritized,
6: and then prioritized like... someone else's Oscars yeah, party over I didn't prioritize... Wow. I know, if Aaron Rodgers
7: <laughs> <laughs> happened, we would have done a pod. It would have been Where fun. is
2: your commitment to the show? <laughs> it would have happened. What
7: did you bring to the party? <laughs> like, like, Jessica. what did... Well, Jessica was there. We brought a bottle of wine, two folding chairs, and... A lot of themed foods, so we made- Folding chairs. Wait, what? Well, we oh, need extra a, chairs for the LA apartment does yeah, doesn't have exactly. a billion chairs. I get it. And uh, all the foods were named after puns, so we brought the everything everywhere all at buns, which were cinnamon rolls. They were great.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so upset that Dan asked you what you brought. <laughs> I adore it. I
4: love that. <laughs> no, yeah, I love it. I'm never change. Which
5: I'm one of you came up with that with the pun, or did you just seamlessly
4: come oh, up they with it together? Up, no, they said it like they're like, What should we say? And then they said it at the same time. Yeah. And then they just like cat passionately Whee! kissed in the kitchen. As like a heart went around wow. them as like a uh, what do they call those things? The wipe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next it's love, like I love, love scene of their great yeah. life together. <laughs> that is exactly how it went down. <laughs> it's like uh, do on three Cinnabons. Uh, uh-huh. What's it
7: called? Wait, what was it called? Everything Everywhere All at Buns. Okay. Okay. Can you remember that? Yeah.
2: On
4: three. What should we call it? I don't
2: Everything, know. Everything Everywhere, everywhere all, all at, at
4: Buns.
5: buns. Oh, oh. Big heart,
4: big swoop, <laughs> uh, fade out to the next perfect scene of you guys in your <laughs> life
5: together. <laughs> yeah. Folding chairs. <laughs> what do we need on three folding chairs? No. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Wait, that is weird, though, because no one has furniture, so you, they needed someone to bring folding chairs. But people that don't have furniture, why do you have folded?
2: chairs? I was wondering I, yeah. about that. Did you bring like, on bread our and water, too? Right. Any,
6: any other like survival? Blankets? No. <laughs> Batteries? No, no. so Did you consider everything everywhere all at prunes? Mm. <laughs> That's what. Mm. That's what Greg came up with with Mm-mm. his uh, significant other. Yeah.
5: What was
2: another good pun?
5: <laughs> Is this where we tell Greg we were all at the party?
2: Yeah.
5: <laughs> uh, there
4: was uh,
7: meatballs quiet on the Western Front. That was a pretty good one. Mm. Hey, you oh, guys should have been at the ceremony. Band cheese of Inishirin was a cheese board. That's there. a good pretty one. Good. I like pretty that one. Yeah, I yeah. um, yeah, can't remember.
5: Okay. How Someone tar and it's literally just, like, a wet bowl of tar?
7: <laughs> tar oh, like there come was come tar. And see what this so tar. There was a tar <laughs> pun, but I don't remember Tortilla what Tortilla chips
6: with tar? That's <laughs> pretty good. Tortara chips? <gasps> like, someone's
4: dead on the floor. It's like, oh, mm. he actually... Oh, it was a prop. All right, let's get into it. Uh, <laughs> Where are we? Let's finish
5: things up. Kale
4: Blanchette. Where were we? Generated... Kale Blanchette.
5: A healthy dish.
2: I like that. That's All great. right,
5: sorry. Go. We're back okay. to the what we're doing. Former Steeler
4: Cam Sutton heads to the Lions. He gets $22.5 million guaranteed. The Steelers then turn around and sign Pat Peterson, the veteran cover man.
5: Uh, you think uh,
4: Pittsburgh comes out okay there? Does Peterson have anything left in like, the tank? Where are we at there?
5: I think Peterson feels like uh, one of these Steelers signings that I just trust will work out. But they
6: really needed cornerback help So after losing Sutton. It's not so. a young man. No. It's a young man's position. He played pretty well last year. The, these are the type of guys that Weirdly get undervalued in free agency. It's like, oh, just let's pay Pat Pete $7 million. He'll be a fine starting quarterback. You don't have to go crazy. But I think they were disappointed. It sounded like they were trying to keep Cam Sutton, who they developed, into a a nice player. He got $22.5 million guaranteed from the Lions, who definitely needed another cornerback. I think that makes them a little less likely uh, to take a cornerback at 6 a lot of people had that mocked mm. as them taking the top cornerback uh, off the board. Maybe Witherspoon. Maybe now it's like a little more Anthony Richardson, possibly, if he ever slipped there. But either way, like they, they needed a cornerback. I like that. I the Steelers a lot could still take a cornerback, though.
4: Sure. Ian's uh, tweet when it happened was, uh, bah, 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 Patrick Peterson, a surprise. A perennial star headed to a historic franchise to beef up their back end. Have you noticed this thing? It's starting to gain more momentum with the insiders, Ian and... Mike and the Pell Razor, uh, the guys on live television with the phones. No, oh, it's a lot of that. And we're now yeah. we're treating these men of the media, these insiders, as if they're carrying bayonets during the Revolutionary War. And they're just these like fearless heroes that will do anything to defend them, defend their country and get the story. Like, I well, they're,
2: like they're fighting each other, too. They're
4: fighting each other. In fact, I like this. I had Justin cut this. It's real. I mean, the battle is real, and the battle is sometimes within your own platoon. Ooh. Listen, You're right. Yeah. Listen to uh, Mike G getting a phone call when they just threw it to him to deliver something.
0: From Denver to the Seahawks. And if you remember, James Palmer did a tremendous – I'm on the air. I'll call you right back. Don't give it to anybody else. Bye. Um, Wait the, for it. Uh, Shelby Harris was part of that trade. He did a phenomenal interview with our James, Palmer, I know what he met. Definitely don't give it to, was,
3: give it to Ian. It to Ian.
0: <laughs> and then
4: uh-huh. Ian got a phone call, and what happened, Justin? He ripped. He ripped off his headset, and he was out of there. Yeah,
7: he was. He <laughs> Tom that. Pelissero like faked like he was getting a phone call just to mess with Mike, and then Classic Ian got racer. a real phone call and had to bolt off the set. I was
2: watching this live, and I can confirm to you, having worked with Mike Garofolo closely for so many years if you don't know Mike and just heard that sound drop, like you'd be like, mm, I feel like he was just putting on for like the camera because it's free agency. That's literally almost every single production meeting I've had with Garofolo yeah. That has happened. Well, that he's also a, a man thing. of
6: high integrity, so Brain I don't Bank think yeah. he would fake things. I, I, yeah, and I also like that the person he was speaking to totally disregarded uh, what Mike said as he oh. should have. Be like, Ain't no I, don't, loyalty. I don't have I don't time care. for you. I'm not <laughs> waiting. Go- I'm calling rap sheet. What's Next the difference on the if one of you beats it by? 15 ah. seconds of the other. There was
5: also about a 15 minute period where Jane Slater's dog in the background um, sounded as if it had taken six tabs of LSD. <laughs> yeah,
4: that was, I
2: was listening to that too. It was they're going to have to put
4: that one in the garage going yeah. forward. She has
2: two dogs, yeah.
5: yeah. It was one of the two. Well, whoever the culprit
4: Birdie was. Birdie
2: and Pepper. I thought it
5: was in our newsroom for a minute that a dog had escaped into a. It sounded a like workplace. Birdie. It did sound like Birdie.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I think the first thing, and knowing. Ian, the first thing Ian's saying when he picks up the phone is, Why did you call him first?
2: Oh, of course. No question.
4: Like, all right, now what is it?
5: Interesting world. I think they're in. just getting called because the agents are seeing them on TV and they want to create a some chaos. Mm-hmm.
4: What a sandbox
5: to live in and play in. And we've given, you know, Pell Razor a great nickname and he seems to not have any concept this has occurred in his life. We'll tell you. Have
2: him. you told him yet?
5: We I seen don't him. really have a chance. I don't speak with him <laughs> ever. Not regularly, but <sighs> we weren't. Once
2: a while. We weren't sent to the combo. We were with him yesterday. I think
5: it's something we
4: should personally talk okay. to him All about. Right. Um, unless so you want to be off. our ambassador on it, do you, wanna, do you want weird. to? That would be weird. That would be weird. But
2: yeah. I don't think I have another show with him for a while, so it's on you guys.
4: It's a great
5: nickname. Maybe they'll send so us good. to the draft.
4: I don't know if that happens. Simply to provide
5: the message? Well,
4: then we can. That would give us the opening to have the conversation. It would. In the hotel lobby. Hey, fly um got you a bit of an elite nickname it uh, is a that great brand right. and
5: uh, maybe get rich off it's a it's a masculine nickname i think it's one that suggests that he's great at what he does aggression yeah like that there's he's
6: got a better nickname than is a better nickname than rap sheet right and also makes Way better. people think of the cinematic classic hellraiser starring pinhead and hellraiser <laughs> 2 three, four, and crying. I think four. It does yeah. make them think of all five of those. But like the
4: whole, the content of like, uh, Hey, I'll call you back. Don't give it to anyone else. Like
6: Pell razor is like, right. You uh-huh. don't give it to somebody else. Yeah. You give it to Pell razor. Right. Or else. And, and for the kids out there who weren't familiar with the movie, uh, his name was pinhead because he literally <laughs> had pins in yeah. his head. That's, I like that. You're just describing cool. everything for <laughs> cool. the,
4: for the kids. Yeah. There's a lot of explanations from Greg on today's episode. I like it. It's informational. and That's what today's <laughs> episode is about. Guy. Uh a guy. Deron Payne. Hey, the guy's a player. Commanders have him in their building. They don't let him get out. The defensive lineman gets a four-year, $90 million contract, uh, reportedly uh, via rap sheet, $60 million in guarantees. He had gotten the franchise tag, so it wasn't going anywhere. Good news for uh, my guy, Quinnen Williams, uh, if Deron Payne's getting that, that's at least what mm. Quentin Williams gets. And, getting, and, you
5: know, oh, sorry, Jeffrey Simmons. If the Titans decide to field a defense mm-hmm. this season, like he—that's <laughs> a, another framework
6: there for that contract. That's a lot of money. They got to drag that. It, it big is top it, off. It is really first. good to time your very best season of your career in your contract year, which was what uh, Deron Payne managed to do. Good weekend for Quentin Williams too, because his brother got paid. Yes, Quincy, by the Jets.
4: I like that move, uh, but let's make sure we get the better williams brother speaking of jets i really like speaking of Jetsies, i really like nice uh sam darnold
5: <laughs> sam darnold yeah he
4: <laughs> is not on the greg rosenthal top 101 but he is now the property of Kyle Shannon who knows an unpolished gem when he sees one um with Brock Purdy recovering from elbow surgery with Trey Lance a big old question mark Uh, The Niners signed Sam Darnold or agree with Sam Darnold on a one-year contract, giving them a little bit more stability in that QB room and uh, potentially – and here – this is my my sincere hope because this is somebody who thought that Darnold was wronged earlier in his career and I thought he got some sense of uh, self-respect in the league back during his Carolina tenure – It would be full circle for him to now be on a loaded offense with a gifted play caller just to see what would happen. I hope he gets meaningful snaps, and uh, that would be fun. Maybe he becomes. oh, imagine. How rich would it be, Greggy, if Sam Darnold was the Geno Smith of 2023? And we have one every year,
5: and this this year's version. It's very possible. All it
4: takes is an opportunity and a little bit of uh, high-level play. I I mean,
6: mean, the Darnold heads out there. Are there? You – dj the people <laughs> DJ. Who, who said oh. darnold was like one of the great prospects ever including dj and there were plenty of them out there i think i've believed in him throughout if he could just get into the right situation and last year i was like look how it's going and then he had like the worst game any quarterback had all season in week 18 oh, and it kind of uh, wiped the oh, that- I thought that- stop in, it. in my mind i'm just saying i mean how many it- times you gotta bring that up too many one wow. game. uh they didn't say the money on this deal but it is a I mean, if he could ever get on the field for them, it would be an incredible opportunity. When they don't say the money, it means it's not much money, but that's not a, a surprise. He's going to be the third quarterback, I think, if everyone's healthy, but if Purdy's not ready and then Lance is See, giving you some... See, I kind to take it as... You know, thing. He, 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 it's a contract that probably has some incentives, but he can be the third quarterback if he doesn't end listen, up playing. Listen, he's not going to be, obviously, he wasn't going to
4: be in the Panthers' plans. He wants to play, but I would think he would might... He might be open to waiting things out a little bit unless the Niners were like, hey, the way things are set up right now, you're going to have an opportunity. You're not going to be third string in week one. I think this might tell you more about Purdy's timetable.
5: Mm. That or like there is this world where if you're going to ride into the season and even might before Darnold with Purdy and Trey Lance. Like, are you really keeping both of these guys? I mean, I, there's a reason you would, maybe, but you could potentially trade someone like Trey could Lance. Could Trey Lance get traded I'm just saying, that would be well, wild. No, nothing is wild I, anymore. I Nothing's yeah. wild. Are you going to have him sit, sitting on your roster? Not because of Sam roster? Darnold, though. but, I think Sam, an, Darnold, but Sam Darnold, Darnold keeps you another quarterback. No, but with
4: Purdy is the the future there that they
6: bought in on him. Darnold is the, the backup they're comfortable with. and let, it's I think they're just oh, scared because Josh Johnson entered an nfc championship game right. for them and and i and i get that it's Why a
5: great not? landing spot for darnold and it goes back to california it's like i kind of like it for him a lot if you got to get a couple spot starts early you get a different version of him in an offense that's competent i'm happy for sam
4: all right and bucks news they resign jamel dean the cornerback four years 52 million 26 guaranteed via rap sheet uh, they also have an eye out on uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, speaking of class of 2018 quarterbacks. Uh, Mayfield was potentially on the radar of the Niners. Obviously, they went in a different direction with Darnold. Uh, number 101 on the top 101. Uh, there's been some talk that he, they could eye him as potentially a guy who could start for them week one if he could beat out uh, Kyle Trask in a uh, uh, camp battle.
2: It doesn't sound promising. <laughs> like, this is... Uh, I. I understand that this is the situation that the Bucs are in right now, now that Tom Brady has retired. But bringing in Baker Mayfield to compete with Kyle Trask is not something that is really selling me on the team.
6: Right. I'm curious what else they'll do. Maybe they'll draft a quarterback. They, they are... This team that's just floating out there. Their new coordinator uh, was the the Seahawks' quarterbacks coach last year, Dave Canales. But they still have players there. I mean, I don't think Godwin's going anywhere. Mike they Evans have a good offensive line.
2: They got players.
6: I wonder they, if like um, if I would. I'd rather be in Sam Darnold's shoes though, and just have a chance to play in San Francisco than just oh, trot out sure. Baker Mayfield. As I wonder if like if Baker's destiny
4: is becoming more Fitzpatrickian, in where. He ends up hanging around longer than anyone expected, and he pops once or twice almost every year when he gets opportunities. And sometimes that ends in like a starting job that may last or may not last. I wonder if that's kind of Baker's arc, and would he sign off on that? Does I'm he sure have, he, he might if then he Mendy gets have, to play does 15 Does he years. have as
2: much upside as well, I think so. Ryan Fitzpatrick? Well, I know Ryan Fitzpatrick know. had He never even a made lot the playoffs, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan
5: Fitzpatrick went through a lot of valleys. I mean, like we, right. I think we got the full like version where he just was so comfortable in his own skin and so having so much fun at the end of his career like Baker, see
4: Baker that way too though. I could too because I yeah. think
5: Baker's had sort of a shadow over him for a while and I, I'm not pitching him as a starter but like there's a little bit of interest reportedly in Jacoby Brissett in Tampa but I think like I'm glad they're not a week ago it was like Kyle Trask or nothing it's like don't even try that on us right now so like Baker I think is someone you could
6: bring in as like a patch and I he's mean- not going to cost you a ton of money I think I don't know if he has the people skills that Fitzpatrick has. I think mm-hmm. to have no. that type of career, you need to be that dude that can fit in any situation and that everyone loves in any situation, whether he's the backup, whether he's the starter. I mean, he threw for 35,000. There's not a lot of uh, yards yeah. in his career. There's not a lot of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Aren't you there did, still yeah. a bunch of front offices that have their scouting report on Baker Mayfield? Yeah. And when you're
5: a first overall pick, you're going to get just many more chances than if you were third or fourth round. Dude. Yes. Uh, Ro- Robert Woods signed... With the Texans, uh, formerly of the Titans,
4: for more money than I personally expected. Uh, what was the money on that? Twelve and a half or two? I just, I don't know. That seemed rich considering he gave the Tennessee nothing, coming off an ACL injury, and he's north of thirty, right, Gravedigger? Am I a little? Are, are, are were you a little
7: surprised to see? I was, yeah. And okay. so, I mean, before free agency even started, is like the Texans prioritized getting. That's what I woods. mean. The,
6: the timing was interesting too. He, uh, he
2: finished with the fewest yards of his career.
6: I like, think the idea is you're maybe better the one more year away from that surgery uh, maybe he was sure. getting a little better at the end of the season and i and to get that money suggests that there was some sort of bidding, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams were the, the team that were trying to bring him back, and if but, Brandon, but it wouldn't extend yeah, out Brandon that far. Brandon Cooks out the the door, being potentially. Like, shopped around. Yeah. It is
2: interesting that Robert Woods and Cooks are back on the same team again Ooh. like they were in I'm L.A. In awe, I'm in All
7: Titans right. beat writer Paul Kuharski tweeted, he will be a quarterback's best friend if your quarterback loves slow receivers. Oh, wow.
4: Kuharski oh, drops no. a bomb.
5: He was on this show, right? <laughs> he
4: was. Was he <laughs> angry about uh, he the Titans nickname? He was delightful, yeah. He
6: was really annoyed with a lot he of was stuff. salty about that nickname. <laughs> was, yeah? You and him uh, went at
4: it. We really, we really went toe to toe, is v. Kuharski. The Patriots resigned. Banshees <laughs> have been
2: a in a little bit.
4: The Patriots resigned cornerback Jonathan Jones. The Falcons oh, yeah. acquired John who Smith from the Patriots. It turns out the the Jonu Smith Hunter Henry like spending spree was weird at, when it happened, and it. it John Jones, Johnny Smith did nothing with the Pats. So they get a seventh round pick. Uh, and then you start to ask, well, well Falcons just got Johnny Smith. What about, Arthur Smith, a reunion there.
6: What about Kyle Pitts? Is he still – like? is he somebody that's floating out there? I don't know. I mean, he had one touchdown for the Patriots. Not that touchdowns are everything, but that how was many, one how of the, How many touchdowns the does he, Kyle Pitts have in two years with the Falcons? Three.
2: You know what? It's tough as tight ends coming into the league. That position <laughs> when, you are, Who are you?
4: uh, when you're a. Who is this person talking Is this Elizabeth Banks oh, like uh, at the Oscars really Like
6: right before she tests positive for COVID? It's like. Uh, Johnny Smith, <laughs> I don't understand what happened. <laughs> I don't understand what happened to Johnny Smith. I used to love him with the Titans, so he'll be a perfect second tight end, not asked to do too much. What uh, is the, what, what's that new pitch. show on He was Peacock. so bad for the Patriots, so bad. I'm still trying to figure out what
5: Colleen was doing there
6: no, a few who's minutes the, ago. Who's the actress <laughs> in the a show in where throat. she plays like an amateur detective?
4: It's very hot right now on Peacock, Gravedigger. oh
2: <sighs> <sighs> Man, t- that's t- tough that you know what? Tough that's tough for, Gravedigger. for That's also tough for Dan. Uh <laughs>
4: Natasha Leone. Yes, Natasha Leone. What's the name of the show? <laughs> I mean, yeah. You guys don't know this? Poker, face. Drew. poker I got, face. I I was so. with you. Excellent show. But but everyone like you, should watch I didn't it. didn't have Natasha's <laughs> name on the top of it. Poker moment. Face. I can't I can't like lock in that name. That was very Lyonne-esque. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I looked to really. my right. I was like, "What is going on? <laughs> Who is talking to me?"
2: I not it. You know, the position.
4: I didn't hate it. It was just a little Jarring. Uh all right. Odds and ends, hit it, Connie. Ooh,
2: okay. Um the singing I, part. Like the part. Do where I you, get music? Yeah. 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 Odds and ends. Odds and ends. Hey everybody. Tell your friends it's odds and ends. Whoa.
5: Whoa. That's amazing. Whoa. Did you just did
7: you double track her vocal
4: She was no. harmonizing
7: with herself because the last time she did it, she nailed it so perfectly that, that I awesome. clipped it. Yep.
4: Wow. I
2: thought it was just like some type well, you know of weird you know you need to do next time okay, like no. you got to
4: yourself You got to sing in a different key next time so Ooh. you can harmonize with yourself.
6: Good, All right, Graver, send, send me that. Send me that so I can practice Actually, Graber, in different keys. Actually, Graver, next time play the one of her harmonizing with herself <laughs> so we can have three <laughs> It'll be a choir We're, d- we're just going to keep building <laughs> Colleen's. Like, I'm not even joking. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, and we're going to get it till it's basically a
4: full choir. That's a noble quest. I like that.
2: I love this. What All right, a challenge. hit it. Eight o'clock
4: delight. <laughs> The Texans signed Case Keenum, formerly of the Bills. Uh, so he is going to be a backup there when they get their new quarterback. The Bucks will trade or cut Shaq Mason. Keep an eye on his market. On. Uh, the Browns signed Ogbo Okoronok- mm. Okoronkwo. Okoronkwo. Okoronkwo, $12.5 million guaranteed. There you go, Marky. The Bengals bring back Jermaine Pratt on a two-year deal. Connor McGovern uh, leaves the Jets for the Bills. That's their line. Uh, Matt Milano gets a new deal from the Bills. Sterling Shepard back to the Giants on a one-year deal. We'll see if that ever becomes anything. Odell works out for a bunch of teams. He's reportedly looking for $20 million. Good luck. Uh, the so Jets, as we said, <laughs> uh, re-signed Quincy Williams.
5: And the Lions bring back Isaiah uh I'll tell you one little thing. I was talking to Greg that, like, if you go back to the early days of our show when Case Keenum was a Texan mm-hmm. and had a couple spicy spot starts here and there, and that was oh Chris Wessling favorite for just how aggressive he was. You know, didn't think he was a perfect quarterback, but he would talk about letting your uh, Case Keenum flag fly. And now he's back in Houston and uh, made me think of Chris. What do
4: you call it? Freak flag fly? I it, was your Keenum it was your case, flag. Keenum, your case Keenum, freak Keenum flag. It yeah. was a freak flag. Chase Keenum
2: kind of reminds me of Chase Daniel a little bit, just in terms of like mm. backups. And Chase Daniel was in the green room here at work yesterday after Ooh. we finished the show. And I walked in and I was like, oh, who's this new producer in my head? And I introduced myself and I didn't catch his name. And so there's a bunch of people in the green room. I mean, <laughs> Scott Pioli, Steve White, Maurice Jones, Drew. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. What did you say your name is again? And he was like, um, Chase Daniel. I was the like, Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> I just have never seen you with your helmet off. <laughs> it's cool.
5: Then just like run to your car and drive home. Yep. Did I have the wrong
4: Connor McGovern?
7: Yeah, not the Jets' Connor McGovern, ah. the Cowboys' Connor McGovern. Got it.
2: My it's bad. confusing. They're both in the AFC East now.
7: Half the of AFC the Connor East. McGoverns
6: that were available are not still yet.
7: available. Half of them are now signed. Mm. Oh, that's good kids. clarity, good clarity.
6: It is one of the, the great things about Twitter. You know, On some level, Twitter has um, changed our, our minds, maybe in a negative way. But on the other hand, you can go bring go up this, this Case Keenum flag fly, put it in with an at Chris Wesseling, and you can find – about seventy different tweets of people tweeting at Wes about it, <laughs> or Wes tweeting about it, and it going oh. on and on for years and years. Uh, all of us responding in different ways. so, I, I love that.
4: Good. What was that, that little was laugh from you? I uh, just I was just thinking about Chris. It was Freak Flag. It made me giggle. It made me giggle like a schoolgirl, thinking about how much you loved Case Keenum.
2: Well, that's sweet. We won't make fun of you then.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Covered. Thank you, Wes.
2: Safe <laughs>
6: wherever you are. I always think about that. Whenever whenever Case Keenum gets into a game and he just gets back there and then there's that one moment where he's about to get crushed and he thinks like, hmm, should I throw it out of bounds? Should I take the sack? No, let's just throw it as hard as I can, as far as I can and see what happens. Like that's letting your Case Keenum flag fly. There it is. Uh, n- and
4: now the opposite side of Twitter, which is now owned by uh, an oligarch. <laughs> um, you must remove text message two-factor authentication by March 19th.
5: Or your account is shut down.
2: Oh, I, I got that too. I, I what are you gonna that? do about
5: that? I don't uh, I don't like that. What are you gonna do? I guess they're gonna shut my account down.
2: Shut it down.
5: <laughs> then do you lose like everything? You like what?
4: Uh, the whole the all we were told is you need the two authentication.
5: I'm trying to get you to pay for that. Uh,
3: yeah, uh, so I got to send Twitter this upstairs.
5: Well, or, or if, I, what is our company doing about it? I would. Like, I asked my question to
2: someone who is high up in that department, and they said they'll get back to me. Well, so March nineteenth is six days from now. <laughs> so it looks like all, all of our erased. Twitter accounts are going to be wiped no. out.
4: Erased from the internet in six days. All right, that's it. Is that it? We did ninety minutes. And no Aaron Rodgers news. No, but the
5: Giants signed a linebacker. Do we care? I think it's a. It's a. You put it in our
6: messaging client, and yes, I think it's important. Let's see. Breaking news. Not developing. Developing. Go for it, Graver. This is your time to shine. The Giants, according to
7: Ian Rappaport, have signed former Colts linebacker Bobby Okereke giving them a new face in the middle of their defense. Good says player.
6: Four years, $40 million with $22 million guaranteed. Again, I want to see uh, the details. Sometimes it's funny money. Might be a one-year deal, but wow, that's he a also lot of played, money. Greg, he plays defense. Yuck. That's not what I mean, but a lot, a lot of these off-ball <laughs> linebackers uh, are getting a lot of money on day one because there's not many other positions out there. Thank
0: they, you,
6: they've Justin. needed that position for a long time. They've We're been a disaster there. Giants
4: seem to get better. They're really going to make that leap, so we'll see. I like –
6: he played really well last year.
4: He can do something there. Anything else before we uh, end today's program? And just uh, as you, I imagine, uh, could imagine, we're going to be all over um, your podcast outlets of choice this week. We'll have a show Monday through Thursday, and if we need to drop a Friday pod, we're going to do it.
6: No more Oscar
4: parties to worry about. What What about uh, if we need to
6: drop a – like Monday late night, because Rogers just wants to give a big middle finger to the uh, media establishment. What do you hmm. What do you think? I'm here. I'm ready. Let's do it.
2: To be determined.
6: TBD. What about you,
4: Connie? You've said it all. Yeah, that's Is it. Is there more to say, perhaps?
2: <laughs> no, not if I said it all. That's it.
4: It's, it's good self control. It's
2: time to get out of here.
5: All right, let's do it.
6: <laughs> Shall we? It's uh, like the yes. edibles just hit, so <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> Like, I've been waiting all weekend. Now it's finally my time. No, apparently not, because we're going to do an
5: Aaron Rodgers show in four hours or something. He's the call.
1: Until now through May 14th. Visit slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, Owen oh, Two Door Cinema Club.